Good Sunday morning, everyone. Welcome to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray and Peter Lance, good morning, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to see you and have you here. And what a, I mean is I love being here with you. Good morning, Phil. This is uh, Ray Lance and good morning, Peter. Good morning. Good morning, Phil. Good morning, Peter. Phil, it's always a pleasure to see your smiling face, whether it's Sunday morning or any other day of the week. You're, you are certainly a man of stature in this community. Thank you. Isn't that nice? I appreciate that. You are as well. And today we have a special guest with us. We're going to talk about a topic that we've discussed oh, probably last year sometime, but we thought it was important enough to bring it up again. And we're privileged to have with us uh, Mr. Tim Bradford from iReverse Mortgage Company. They're based out of Fall River, Massachusetts. We've been privileged to work with him now for well over a year, probably a couple of years, and we will continue to work with him in the future. And uh, welcome and good morning, Tim. Yeah, nice Well, good morning. You. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> you know, Phil, this is an important subject. It's not for everybody, but if you have a relative in your family, I'm going to talk about some recent cases that we've done in our office, working with Tim, I would add, uh, that really have helped some people. But we do have to start out our show talking about important Greek philosophers. <laughs> Tim, this is a must. <laughs> I am breathless with anticipation. <laughs> no, I, Peter? I, and my eyes are rolling. <laughs> I, I, I guess, Phil, we could say that you are a direct descendant of some very famous Greek philosophers. I'm not sure what that says about you, but I think that it's important. <laughs> So today I'm going to do it a little bit differently. I'm going to just give you some actual quotes from Diogenes, because if I gave you the quote, you would never probably think of the name Diogenes. Now, I'm trying to think back in my education. Wasn't Diogenes the man who went into a cave at one time and didn't come out for a while? I'm not, Does anybody recall that? That I, I'd have to Google. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe you can uh, look that up on Google Diogenes. for me at some point. And, and I should know. That's, uh, the top my, of my grandmother list. would would be very angry right now, not knowing because she taught me all of this when well, I was a kid. Diogenes was very famous, but he had some interesting things to say, and I like this one: "Blushing is the color of virtue." Oh, and I like this one too. I know not everybody drinks, but I like this one. What I like to drink most is wine that belongs to others. <laughs> I might say that about some of my family members. He sounds like a smart man. Yes. But he also wrote that man is the most intelligent of the animals and the most silly. Mm -hmm. And then finally, we have two ears and one tongue so that we would listen more and talk less. I like that. So this is Diogenes, one of the famous uh, Greek philosophers and writers that we like to quote on, uh, as we begin every show. You bet. So today, uh, Peter, we're going to talk about reverse mortgages, and uh, Tim is truly an expert on reverse mortgages. Tim, give us a little bit of your background just to get started here. And uh, mm -hmm. Well, I have been a, a licensed loan officer in Massachusetts since 2003 and also a licensed investment representative uh, since 1993. So from the financial services standpoint, I've been doing this for about 20 years now. Okay, that's good. Uh, the reverse mortgage product itself has changed quite dramatically over the last two or three years. A lot of different changes. A lot of programs have been eliminated and, and introduced. So it, there's a lot of new information about reverse mortgages uh, that 
we specialize in for our clients. It's a changing landscape, isn't it? It certainly is. And let's let's start by a, a very quick definition. What is a reverse mortgage, and what what does it mean a reverse mortgage compared to a traditional mortgage? Essentially, a reverse mortgage is very much like your traditional mortgage. However, there are some distinct differences. One being that you are not required to make any monthly mortgage payments when you do have a reverse mortgage. So regardless of how much or how little of a reverse mortgage you have, when that monthly bill comes, or that monthly statement, I should say, uh, at the bottom there will be zero balance due uh, this month. So it allows senior homeowners, homeowners 62 and over, to access the equity that's in their home without being burdened with a monthly mortgage payment. Okay. And as you said, Tim, I know that uh, you said uh, reverse mortgages throughout the industry have changed quite a bit and just in the last couple of years. Uh, for those of you listening and haven't uh, had any discussions with uh, those knowledgeable about reverse mortgages, you may be you know, sort of cringing or thinking, oh gosh, the bank's going to own my home. And um, I know that people that I've talked to and educated uh, about them uh, with referring them to you. Uh, over the past couple of years have been very surprised at exactly how different reverse mortgages are, uh, especially when compared to those from, say, the 80s. One of the biggest challenges the industry faces is overcoming some of the myths and misunderstandings about reverse mortgages. First and foremost, the title and deed remain in your name. You're not giving your house to the bank. They're not paying you rent. You own your home. Uh, The home will be the collateral for the loan just like a regular mortgage would be. And then the mortgage note defines the term of that loan. Uh, And the term of the reverse mortgage is such that as long as this property remains your primary residence, uh, you would continue to pay your homeowner's insurance and real estate taxes as you do now, you are not required to repay the mortgage. Um, Until such time as you do move out permanently, then through the sale of the property, usually whatever balance there is would be paid back to the bank plus the interest. And that is a difference that you don't have to repay the loan until you do move out, uh, sell the home or or otherwise. Uh, That was different back in the day, correct? When there was actually a call date and that's where sort of some of the the myths and and the negativity has come from. Yeah, over the years there have been a number of different programs that have come and gone. We are today specifically talking about the federal reverse mortgage offered through HUD and the FHA. Uh, There are private reverse mortgages out there that have very different terms, and if you are considering uh, working with a a private lender, uh, I would strongly recommend sitting down with someone like myself to discuss some of the options with the federal program. Uh, But again, there are a lot of myths out there with regard to the reverse mortgage, and most of what we do is educating our clients Uh, as to what the truths are about reverse mortgages so they can make an educated decision themselves. Tim, how long have you been in uh, the reverse mortgage part of the business? How long have you been doing reverse mortgages? Since about 2006. Okay. And you mentioned something that in order to do a reverse mortgage, it has to be your primary residence. Does it have to be a single-family home? No, it doesn't. As a matter of fact, it can be a a multifamily up to a four unit. And if your condo is approved with the FHA, we can do it with uh, condos as well. Okay. And I asked that question on purpose, Phil, because uh, Peter and I are actually working on a case right now for a client in New Bedford who has a four family house. Mm -hmm. But he lives there and it is his primary residence. Uh, The appraisal is uh, just being completed right now and it will close as a reverse mortgage. 
Interesting. And um, so you can do up to, whether it's a single-family house or up to a, a four-family house, you can do. This is one of the things that uh, the federal government, I feel, has gotten right, is they've made it relatively easy to qualify for a reverse mortgage. There are no credit requirements, no credit score requirements. Uh, there's no income requirements. There are no asset requirements. Uh, if you are 62 years old and you, this is your primary residence and you have sufficient equity in the home, you will qualify for a reverse mortgage. Hmm. So when you say you have sufficient equity in the home, that means you don't have to have a house that's paid off. You could have a house that has a mortgage on it already. And perhaps you might want to use the reverse mortgage to retire that mortgage that you have right now. Get rid of it. Absolutely. That's uh, probably the largest type of application we have now is to extinguish the mortgage that is currently on the property. So you probably doesn't have to be mortgage free if you currently have a mortgage that you're making monthly payments on or a line of credit, an equity line of credit. We would go ahead and pay that off for you, make that part of the reverse mortgage and eliminate those monthly payments. And, and Phil, I want you to know also that you can do a reverse mortgage, or I should say Tim can do a reverse mortgage with his company, even if a house is located in another state. Really? As an example, I sit on a uh, board of directors for a, uh, an operation, a homeowners association in Florida. One of my fellow board members is a resident of Texas, and Tim and I worked on a reverse mortgage for him together. We did all the application online. Uh, he signed the documents down there. When it came time to do the appraisal, the title search, the closing, all that was done in Texas. And yet it was all originated from here in Massachusetts. That is very, very cool. We are licensed in 40 states, um, so we can originate in all 40 states. Mm -hmm. We see people sometimes who uh, we might do financial planning work for, uh, as an example, and maybe their legal residence has been changed to Florida. Right. We can actually meet them in Massachusetts and yet arrange for everything to be done for their Florida residence if that's their primary residence. So reverse mortgages are, are fairly flexible and they're all over the place uh, right now in terms of uh, how easy it is to get them done. Mm -hmm. um, so you said who's eligible to do a reverse mortgage? You have to be 62 years of age, first of all. That is the first requirement. You must be 62 years of age. Again, it must be your primary residence. It can't be an investment property or a summer home. It has to be where you are living uh, and where you're registered to vote and where you file your taxes from. Uh, it can be a single family up to a four unit or a condominium that's approved with the FHA. Outside of that, there are really no restrictions. Uh, you would They're not gonna make the entire value of your home available to you. Uh, they will do an FHA appraisal to establish the current market value of your home. And then based upon your age and the interest rate, they have a formula they use, and they will make a percentage of that value available to you. Okay. And we know that the lender does not own your home. You continue to own your house, obviously. Yes. What happens if you did a reverse mortgage and you decide to sell the house? Well, just like with a conventional mortgage, when you sold your house, the proceeds from that sale would go to pay off whatever balance there was on the reverse mortgage, and the rest would go to the person who sold the home, mm -hmm. just like with a Makes conventional sense. mortgage. Yeah, right. sure. Well, we're going to continue with this, and um, you know, one of the things I like to quote besides Greek philosophers, <laughs> Phil, is uh, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin is one of my favorites, and I think that probably the reason he had so many interesting things to say is because 
like you and doing your radio shows, you have to have new content all the time. Absolutely. So I think he gave wise advice in his newspaper that he established in Philadelphia. And there are a lot of things that he wrote and said that are in common usage today that uh, you take for granted, but people never know where they come from. For example, he wrote, time is money. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear that expression uh, Many before? times. He also wrote, a place for everything and everything in its place. I love it. I thought my father invented that. <laughs> but actually, it was Benjamin Franklin. So anyway, Tim, we're really pleased to have you here. Now, if somebody wanted to speak with you, Tim, um, after listening to this radio show, how would they reach you? What's the telephone number for you? Well, our office is located in Fall River at 57 North Main Street, so they can certainly stop by any time to see us. Uh, they can reach me at 508-646-4351. And my email address, if they'd like to reach me, my email is tbradford at com. So I am always available to answer questions. Great. And uh, Phil, Tim and I and Peter have been having discussions uh, even this past week uh, We've had a, a reasonably lengthy affiliation with him, and we're going to be doing some things in a little bit different way probably in the next month or so. Um, we expect to have an actual branch office in our office in Dartmouth on Fonts Corner Road. Oh, that's exciting. 352 Fonts Corner Road. We're working out some of the details for that right now. It'll probably be more like 60 days, I would imagine, before that's in place. So we will continue to be working with Tim Bradford. Yeah. And, and Tim is, is happy to meet you know at his office, and he's also met uh, several times at our office if it's more convenient for you. So whatever, whatever is best for you. Um, really just as Tim mentioned earlier, educate yourself because there are a lot of things out there that people don't fully understand, and, and that's really what, mm-hmm. um, what we do and what we refer uh, people to Tim to do. This is this is very much a protected process. The consumer is absolutely protected in this process. The first thing they have to do is they have to go through credit counseling. And that's not only an FHA requirement, a federal requirement, it's also very much a requirement of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Attorney General Martha Coakley has mandated that we're not allowed to even begin an application or take an application from anyone unless a person has gone through consumer credit counseling. Usually that's done on the telephone. Uh, Sometimes there might be a grant where it doesn't cost any money, but in other situations, if the grant is available, what's the rough cost for doing the counseling piece of this, uh, Tim? The most I've seen is $125, and it's usually around 75. Okay, and that's typically paid for by a credit card. Um, An appointment is made, and the person will spend a half an hour or so on the telephone, listening, maybe answering a couple of questions, and then they receive a certificate of counseling in the mail, usually in about 48 hours. Once they have that magic piece of paper, the counseling certificate that they've gone through their counseling, um, then they can go through the application process. Mm -hmm. And by that time, uh, Tim and his uh, assistants have put together numbers and projections, so we can pretty much forecast approximately what the amount of the reverse mortgage would be. Correct. What what they would be eligible for. Yes. And, and so I, I think most people do enjoy the convenience of being able to do the counseling over the phone, uh, but there is also uh, person-to-person, you know, in-person counseling, correct? Yeah, the, the customer would have the option of doing a face-to-face counseling or being counseled over the phone by the HUD counselor. Um, and this HUD counselor there is there as a consumer safeguard to make sure that 
the customer understands and that the correct information has been given to them. So and the third party unbiased. Yeah, they, they they're not affiliated with Tim Bradford or iReverse uh, or Ray Lance or Pete Lance for that matter. This is a, a HUD counselor who works at a a licensed credit counseling agency who will specifically talk to the senior homeowner about the reverse mortgage itself. It's totally an arm's length process. There are also a couple of other protections. First of all, because the consumer is placing a mortgage on their primary residence, there is a three-day rescission period, which is also federal law, and it's incorporated into mass law as well. And what that means is when you sit down and sign the mortgage papers, there is a three-day cooling-off period before the mortgage will get recorded, typically, and before the loan is funded. So if for any reason the person has second thoughts and decides this is really not what I want to do after all, they can change their mind mm-hmm. before the end Very of this three-day rescission period, and they can just reverse the sure. transaction. Um, and I guess the third kind of protection is the fact that there's FHA insurance involved. And Tim, could you talk a little bit about what the FHA insurance feature? This is a government-insured loan fill. Mm-hmm. Sure. The, the FHA insurance... Um, is for the consumer and the bank itself. Banks love reverse mortgages because essentially this insurance guarantees that no matter what happens to the real estate market, no matter what the balance of the reverse mortgage may be, they're going to be paid in full. Right. That's why they have such low interest rates associated with these reverse mortgages. For the consumer, what this insurance protects is that it outlines the house is the only collateral here. And regardless of what happens with that home's value, If we have another 10 years of real estate like we've had the last five and homes drop another 50% in value and you've used all of your reverse mortgage funds, and let's say that you are upside down, so to speak, Mm -hmm. uh, you're not responsible for that shortfall. This insurance guarantees that the bank will be paid in full, that the bank will not have the opportunity to go after any of your other assets. This is a non-recourse loan. Their only recourse to recover their money is through the sale of the home. Uh, And it also guarantees uh, that you will receive and have access to your funds in your reverse mortgage uh, throughout the life of your loan. So no matter what happens in the banking industry, and unfortunately that's a consideration these days when when we've seen what's happened to the banking industry over the past five years, your money is safe, you have complete access to your money, and as long as you keep up your end of the bargain, you pay your property taxes, you pay your homeowner's insurance, you maintain your property, you will have no problems there whatsoever. Peter, could you tell our listeners how they can reach you or how how they could reach me if they have questions about reverse mortgages or other financial topics? Sure. Uh, We talk to people about this all the time and refer people to Tim. Uh, and it's it's certainly not for everybody. We uh, do have uh, you know situations where we think that it's an absolute must for some people, and on other people we uh, try to uh, come up with some other unique ideas. But uh, when it's right and when it's something that uh, the client is looking for, it's certainly a, a good and recommended choice in a lot of uh, situations to either talk to me or my father over the phone or to come in and sit with us as never any obligation and we never charge anything to uh, speak with us. The number at our office is 508-998-8858. Okay, thanks Pete. And um, we'll you know go into some more stories about actual cases and examples that we've referred uh, people to Tim and uh, you know how that all worked out and what why the people 
uh, went with a reverse mortgage and what they did with the proceeds. Um, and we'll probably do that in the second half, but uh, what can or cannot people do with proceeds uh, from the reverse mortgage, Tim? Well, there are no restrictions to the use of the proceeds that you get from the reverse mortgage. And so it is going to be up to the senior to manage that money. So if in years past, if they wanted to access the money, they would have had to written the bank a note. I'm buying a new car. I need to put on a new roof. I'm letting my grandson borrow some money for college, whatever the case may be. Uh, but now they have eliminated that requirement. So the money is always available to the senior. They don't have to explain what it's for. Uh, you know, that can be a double-edged sword, so we always recommend working with their trusted advisors, uh, their attorneys, their accountants, their financial planners to help manage that. And, of course, we're there to help as well. Uh, but there are no restrictions on the use of the funds. So someday, Pete, if I do a reverse mortgage, I could do that and give all the money to you. That would be wonderful if you want to do that. <laughs> or uh, if you don't care about passing anything on to uh, me, you could go to Foxwoods and blow it all, but we don't recommend doing that. No, we certainly don't do that. You know, we had a case uh, last week, Phil, that we just closed on a reverse mortgage. Okay. And in fact, it went to record uh, just this past week. And it's a lady who's, uh, you know, reasonably older. Um, and she has only one child, and the child had a financial need and didn't have any other source of money. And so we did the reverse mortgage for the mother, and so the money from the reverse mortgage could be turned over to the daughter and help her out of a financial predicament. The money, awesome. was, money was gifted. Wow. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, the daughter would have had no yeah. other recourse, no other place to go for the money. So it's not that you want to do a reverse mortgage necessarily just to give it away to children but sometimes if there is a financial need mm -hmm. it's a perfectly valid use for it and right. we've seen everything uh from that to everything else in between uh that you know we've seen tim help people out with uh you know they they're usually clients of ours that tim helps out and uh we've seen everything from you know wanting to put an addition on wanting to just simply fix up their home put a new roof on uh wanting to pay off credit card debt wanting to uh, help out their children or if the money is going to be going to their children once they're gone uh, anyways, they can take some money out now and give it to their children or grandchildren and see them enjoy it while they're still around. Sure. Uh, you know, so there's, there's so many different reasons to, to do one. So we'll come back in just a minute and talk about some other actual cases, but I just want to remind everybody that we're here, uh, Ray Lance and Peter Lance, and we're meeting this morning not only with Phil but with Tim Bradford from iReverse Home Loans. Uh, their main office is in Fall River. And Tim, we're just really excited. Tell us your phone number again if somebody wants to call you directly. You can reach me at 508-646-4351. Correct. We'll see you right after a short break. You bet. Welcome back to Money Wise with the Money Guys Peter Lance and Ray Lance helping you have a better retirement, helping you protect your assets, and helping educate us as to what a reverse mortgage is all about. Very interesting. Thank you, Phil. As you know, our goal at USA Wealth Group is to talk to people about all things related to finances, whether it's saving for retirement or having a budget or whether it's having some kind of a financial plan or helping out your family members or doing a reverse mortgage. This morning we're talking about reverse mortgages and I'm pleased to welcome back Tim Bradford from iReverse Home Loans in Fall River. 
Thank you again, Tim, for being here. No, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. And we're going to come back to our topic of reverse mortgages. And Phil, I, I promise I won't do this every week, but I just can't resist it this morning. Can't resist it. I'm, I'm looking across the table, folks, uh, across the microphones and wires and looking at this really diligent citizen across here, very distinguished-looking gentleman. <laughs> I'm referring, of course, to Phil Paleologus. He's setting me Folks, up. Folks, get ready. I, I think it might be your lucky day. It's a triple shot Sunday. This I, is a setup. I have to give you one more quotation from Diogenes that I think about when I think of you, Phil, and it says, I am not an Athenian or a Greek, but a citizen of the world. Oh, I absolutely, positively embrace that. So that's, I love that. How that's did you how know? I, that is part of my philosophy. That's how I think of you. You're a citizen Thank of the world. Thank you so much. Yeah, honestly, that's awesome. Thank you, Ray. And maybe someday we'll do a reverse mortgage for you, Phil. You never know. You never know. Yeah, I thought you were going to say maybe someday we'll do a remote from Greece. Oh, that sounds maybe more exciting. That have, would be uh, more. <laughs> a Greek quotation. <laughs> you know, I... We won't do it yet, but Phil, you and I have had some <laughs> off-radio conversations about, let's think a few months from now about maybe putting together a trip to Greece Ooh. and see if there are people out there who might be willing to join us on a trip to Greece. Oh, great. That so, would be I'm awesome. In. I, I <laughs> am available. <laughs> see, there's, there's no hesitancy, is there? Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll take some planning time, but okay. I think that would be an exciting thing to do. I we, do too. We wouldn't plan it for this year, but it would be next year. It would take a while to put it all together, right. but I think that that's something we should seriously think about doing. I agree. I've, I've had the opportunity to be there twice, and it's just a magnificent country. How wonderful. So, yes. I'll be the tour guide. Everybody will pay for my way. <laughs> <laughs> But let's come back and talk about some uh, reverse mortgages and take advantage of having uh, a true expert in this field with us, uh, Mr. Tim Bradford from iReverse Home Loans. And we've been fortunate enough to work with him on probably, um, I would say, a couple dozen cases so far, and we continue to work with him in the future going forward. And uh, we're looking forward to that. Um, Basically, when we left off, Tim, we are saying that the money from the reverse mortgage can be used for anything. You can use it to pay off an, an existing mortgage, for example. Correct. There are no restrictions with regard to how you use your reverse mortgage proceeds. There are some rules, however, in the transaction, meaning if you have a lien on your property, whether it be a federal tax lien or a federal student loan or a mortgage, we will pay those off for you as part of the transaction, uh, and the balance of the monies will be made available to the customer. So, for instance, if someone qualified for $200,000 on their $300,000 home and they had a $100,000 mortgage, we would pay that mortgage off, eliminating those monthly payments, and then a $100,000 balance would be available to them. And they have choices on how they receive that money. All right, let's talk about that. How could that money be used? Does it, does it earn interest if it's just sitting there, if it hasn't been drawn down yet? If, it, if the money has not been taken out of your reverse mortgage account, you are not going to be charged interest on it. You right. are only charged interest on the money that you take out and use. So it could be an available credit line if you needed it for future income needs or a future emergency, anything of that nature. Yeah, the, the line of credit is really one of the more popular programs. Uh, again, because the money hasn't been used, you're not being charged interest. And the available funds actually grow. Uh, HUD and the FHA got this right too. Your available funds will grow at the same 
interest rate you're being charged interest. So if you had $100,000 available, and let's say that there was a, a 4% interest rate, um, after year one, you would have $104,000 available. And uh, if you don't use the money, it will continue to grow and compound. Uh, so inversely, the money that you have used, you'll be charged interest on, and that balance will be paid back when the home is sold. But the uh, the funds that are available and they remain unused are going to be growing as well. So it, it really does have uh, earnings power in that regard. So there's a, a great benefit to having that line of credit uh, because you can draw on that very quickly should a need arise, should all of a sudden you decide that you need to go and visit your granddaughter in, in California or you need a new car. Uh, I think that there was an example that we um, talked about I don't know, six months ago or so, where somebody needed a new furnace all of a sudden. Right. And instead of having to wait, uh, they didn't have the funds, and they could just go and pay for a new furnace to be installed right away out of the, um, out of the uh, line of credit. Yeah, the, the line of credit is available, really, at a moment's notice. Uh, you simply request it from the bank, and it would be directly deposited into your checking or savings account. Um, there are some safeguards in place there. There will be some security questions and whatnot to make sure you are who you say you are. Uh, but one of the nice features of a reverse mortgage is the the bank will actually pay you a late fee. If you request funds and it is not delivered to your account within five business days, the bank pays you a 10% late fee. So they are very diligent in getting those funds to you. Boy, that would be a nice change. I was going to say, that's, <laughs> that's quite a, a shock. <laughs> we probably have a great. lot more interest. <laughs> this the, the, the program is really set up to to protect seniors with the safeguards and to make sure they're being serviced. Um, and it's been terrific for all of our clients. You know, Phil, there are so many different reasons why people do reverse mortgages. And I have to say that every single reverse mortgage that we've been involved in in the past, we've been feeling uh, very grateful afterwards as well as the client. Because I was wondering about that. We've helped somebody do something. Sure. And I'll give you a couple of quick examples. We have a client on the Cape uh, that did a reverse mortgage. Their income was, was fairly healthy. It was around $5,000 a month with government pensions and so forth. But that was approximately what their expenses were. They had a very low mortgage on their house, uh, very small. And their income matched their expenses, but they didn't have anything for savings. They didn't have anything else left over. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to be able to visit their children. Uh, one was in the state of Washington. One was in the state of California. And they didn't have the resources to do that. The only reason they did the reverse mortgage was to have the credit line so they could draw down $5,000 if they wanted to and go out and visit their kids on the West Coast. And without doing the reverse mortgage, they wouldn't have been able to do that. That is terrific. We had another case um, in a local town around New Bedford where a gentleman only had Social Security as his entire source of income. No mortgage on his house. And his Social Security was only around $800 a month. Mm-hmm. And it was just barely, it wasn't really covering what he needed to cover. So we did a reverse mortgage, paid for some small repairs on his house, and the rest is a credit line. So when he needs it, he can now supplement his Social Security. You bet. But there's so many reasons, and every single time we do one, we know that we're helping somebody and they have a particular reason for wanting or needing to do it. Does yeah, it and, take and um, Half the cases, the people really need to do it and their only source of, uh, of funds is the equity in their home that they've earned. They've, they've paid off the, the house or put the equity into the house by paying a mortgage for you know, so many years. Uh, but there's also the cases where people just want it. 
mm-hmm. and yeah. that's a wonderful thing either way because it's there and it's it's money that is your money. Um, you know, if you have dreamed about doing a, a world vacation or putting the sunroom on the back of your home or any number of examples, and the biggest thing is the, the, the most important thing that I would like to just keep in your heads is what Tim said at the beginning of the hours. Uh, we and Tim educate people and really sort of dispel the, the, the bad things that people believe about reverse mortgages. And when we meet with a lot of people who, uh, you know, have this thought in their head of one, one negative thing or another, and then we or Tim educate them and they, they say, wow, I didn't know that. Wow, that's wonderful. And a lot of people that have done a reverse mortgage through Tim come back to us and they say, it's the best thing that I've ever done. Thank you. I can sleep at night or it's wonderful. And so it's a that's good thing very to- important. That's very, very important. Last year, we um, had a seminar booth at the Greater New Bedford uh, Vocational Homes Home uh, Program. Um, the show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the home show, thanks. And um, I had a gentleman come up to ask some questions about reverse mortgages. And I said, do you know anything about reverse mortgages? And he said, oh, yes. He says, I did one. And I said, oh, really? I said, uh, are you happy you did it? I said, was it a good experience? He says, it's the best thing I ever did. Look at that. Mm-hmm. And that's the reaction that we get from people. Sure. So there's a lot of Once misinformation. Know. Sure. Yep. There's a lot of misinformation, yep. but there's a lot of good information that's out there as well. What does an average reverse mortgage, how long does it take, average-wise? Tim? So, well, these days, where it takes about 45 days from application to closing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, The process is relatively simple. We get together and we sign the application after you've spoken to the HUD counselor and made the decision to move forward. Uh, From there, we would uh, assign an FHA licensed appraiser to come out and do an appraisal of the property, and that is how we establish the home's value. Uh, From there, we go through the underwriting process and provide all the paperwork and, and whatever the underwriter requires of us. And generally, about 45 days after we sit down with the application, we'll have a closing. Mm-hmm. Now, Tim, let me ask a quick question. I, I know the answer to this, but just for those, uh, the benefit of those listening, if somebody was just interested in learning more uh, and especially learning about what they may qualify for, uh, how quick could they find out just over the telephone by calling? Well, that's, they would find out very quickly. It's about a 10-minute process of gathering just a few points of information, um, estimated home value, estimated mortgage balance, and the youngest age of the borrower. If it's a husband and wife, we use the youngest age. Uh, we would come up with a proposal for them, and literally in five minutes we can talk about what they qualify for based upon that information. Obviously, those numbers will change a little bit uh, when if the appraisal comes in higher than or lower than what we're estimating uh, in the example, but for the most part, we can sit down in five minutes, go over all the numbers. And that's an important thing to, to, to say, to mention, is that the estimate of value is not going to be exactly what the value will be based on the appraisal. But uh, even if you uh, listening uh, don't know the value of your home, uh, Tim can, can find out just at least a rough idea by doing some online research and very quickly uh, give you an idea as to what the house might be worth, but it really won't be 100% uh, you know, in, in black and white until the appraiser goes out there and, and does his or her work. Mm-hmm. Tim, we know that when you do a reverse mortgage, you don't have to make any more mortgage payments, obviously. But does the homeowner still have to pay something like homeowner's insurance, taxes, things like that? What, what else does a homeowner have to do? Yes, that, that's a great question and something... 
um, that I really want to emphasize is, yes, the homeowner does continue to pay their homeowner's insurance and their property taxes. Um, they need to maintain their house uh, and keep it up as they have for the years prior. So those are their responsibilities. They will definitely need to continue to pay the homeowners and taxes. That won't be escrowed. Uh, something else is that all the proceeds from a reverse mortgage are tax-free. I hear every once in a while that people don't want to do reverse mortgages because of the taxes that they'll have to pay on the money. Uh, technically, this is uh, a non-taxable event. For the IRS, these are technically loan proceeds, so all monies received from a reverse mortgage, there is no tax implication uh, income tax-wise. It's not income. It's borrowed proceeds. Right. Uh, I, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to remind people that um, you're listening to the Money Wise show with the Money Guys, uh, Peter Lance and Ray Lance, and... If you would like any kind of information on the financial services that we provide, including information on reverse mortgages that we're talking about today, please call Peter or call me, Ray Lance, at 508-998-8858. And our office is located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. And backing up just a second, what, what Tim means by maintaining your home, what that really means is you know, making sure that the roof isn't caving in, that the windows aren't broken, that your home hasn't fallen into a sinkhole and you haven't fixed it or <laughs> those type of things. It, it doesn't mean that you have to you know, right. you, you just keep the rooms freshly painted. Keep your house as you have been keeping it. Um, you know, that, that's the main. The, what the idea is there is the bank doesn't like to get uh, a con. A, a con condemned notice from the building uh, department of the town that no, that, i wouldn't think so <laughs> i don't like those notices so outside of that keep the you know keep your grass cut and everything's fine there now let's say it's a husband and wife who've done reverse mortgages uh or a reverse mortgage on their home and let's say the husband gets ill and has to go to a nursing home can the nursing home then require that the house be taken or the does the reverse mortgage have to get paid off at that time no, the reverse mortgage would not have to be paid off. As a matter of fact, it offers some financial flexibility for the spouse who's remaining at home. Um, as I understand it, and, and you guys are experts on this, so you can confirm this for me or not, is for someone to qualify for Medicaid to pay for a nursing home, they need to spend down all of their assets to a certain level. Correct. Then they would apply, and then the, ultimately the state of Massachusetts would pay the nursing home bill for them. So the spouse who's left at home can be in a pickle. They might only have a few thousand dollars available to them. The home equity line with the reverse mortgage uh, is not considered a countable asset. The nursing home can't make you borrow money on your home to pay your reverse mortgage. They can't attach your property. The state of Massachusetts would ultimately do that, I believe. Uh, but for the spouse who's left at home, she would have access to a line of credit, have that financial flexibility and uh, not have to continue to pay those those nursing home bills. And to put it in even a little simpler terms, if one spouse goes to the nursing home, the at-home spouse could potentially have a reverse mortgage on their house and be able to draw against the income or the, or the credit line and have money to help support the at-home spouse. Absolutely. the a, a big use of the reverse mortgage proceeds is to pay for in-home care. And that's one of the reasons HUD and the FHA set this program up. And we can thank Ronald Reagan for signing the bill into law back in 1989. He was a good man. It was to help seniors have choices of aging in place, age where they would like to. If they want to stay at home, they should have the ability to do that. 
So it's, it's a great way to have the at-home spouse continue to be able to stay at home right. and not mm-hmm. have to sell the house. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim, what's the maximum amount of a reverse mortgage that could be obtained in Massachusetts right now? Well, the maximum value they will assign to a home, meaning the appraised value, is going to be $625,500. Uh, that's the appraised value. That's maximum the appraised, appraised value. value. Okay. The maximum someone would qualify for based on that appraised value is about $400,000, give or take. Um, so there's certainly plenty of, of funds availability uh, for the customer. You can figure on a thumbnail sketch about 65% of your home's value will be made available to you through the reverse mortgage. The older you are, the more you have available. Uh, who figures out how much you get every month? Well, good, great question. Um, there, The formula is put together by HUD and the FHA, and they base it on actuarial tables and the amount that you have available and the interest rate, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so there's no room for funny business there. This is all... You put the numbers into the formula, and they tell us what what is available. Another quick story, uh, Phil. We have a client uh, right now that we're working on and that uh, we expect to close with Tim probably within the next week. A gentleman who has a house that's a very valuable house, has a fairly high mortgage on it, and the combination of the appraisal and the value of the mortgage he needs uh, to be able to pay off his present mortgage doesn't quite work. What he's going to be doing is paying down a small amount on his present mortgage out of his other resources and then the remaining balance of his existing mortgage will be paid off using the new reverse mortgage so in other words we're going to use a new reverse mortgage to pay off his existing mortgage and we're going to save this gentleman probably twenty six hundred dollars a month in payment wow which helps his budget he no longer has a mortgage to pay that's terrific another example of how a reverse mortgage could be used even if it's a more expensive home Tim, what about jumbo mortgages? I know that uh, jumbo mortgages are not allowed in Massachusetts, but we see a lot of people that have Florida as their primary residence, and maybe they can't get a traditional mortgage down there because they're retired, they're not working, but they might want to do a reverse mortgage and pull out some cash for some other purpose. Could they do a jumbo mortgage in Florida, for example? There are several proprietary jumbo mortgages that are offered through several lenders. Uh, They start to make financial sense for customers when home values are upwards of 1.5, 1.7 million. Uh, The federal reverse mortgage, the the HUD and FHA reverse mortgage, uh, is a better option until you get to those home value levels. Then it starts to make a lot of financial sense. But it is available, and we have done several of them. they're a little bit easier to underwrite, but again, they are talking about a lot more equity in the home. So if somebody has an expensive home in Florida, and that happens to be their primary residence, and they also have a home here in Massachusetts, they could potentially qualify for a jumbo reverse mortgage in Florida mm-hmm. and pull out some money if they needed to. Yeah, we've had several clients do that. So, so I guess the bottom line is it's their money, and if they want it or if they need it, they should be able to access it by doing a reverse mortgage and the bank will never own the home as long as you continue to maintain it pay your property and real estate taxes that is correct there are a couple of instances where reverse mortgages may not make sense and there are some folks that shouldn't get reverse mortgages Uh, for instance if you're planning on selling your house in the next year or two there might be better options for you uh, than a reverse mortgage Um, if 
frankly, if you don't need the money, then you don't need a reverse mortgage if you're financially sound. Uh, so there are instances where it might not be appropriate. So we like to go over all their options and let them make the decision of, of whether or not it's going to be right for them. Right? Well, the American dream has always been to be a homeowner and then to pay your mortgage off when you retire. But for some people, that's not the best option. And therefore, they should sometimes take a look at doing a reverse mortgage. So let's ask what happens when somebody dies and um, they have a reverse mortgage. Well, let's say that this is the last surviving spouse who's passed away. And now what happens when with the reverse mortgage? Well, the same thing that does with a conventional mortgage. Uh, the home goes to the heirs. The heirs will have the opportunity to make a decision on what they want to do. The vast majority uh, of the time, the heirs will put the house on the market, sell the home, pay off the balance of the reverse mortgage, and the, the rest would go to the heirs. Uh, sometimes the heirs want to keep the home. And if they would like to keep the home, then we would help them with a refinance transaction that would pay off the reverse mortgage balance, and then the home would be theirs. So those are essentially their options. Um, selling the home or refinancing, sometimes the, the children are now 62 years old when the parents have passed, and they can get a reverse mortgage to pay off the parents' reverse mortgage on the home. So they have plenty of options. They have six months to decide what to do. Um, and then the bank would like to see them take action either with getting the house on the market or going ahead and refinancing the reverse mortgage. Tim, this has been enormously helpful to have this kind of specialized knowledge. We're, we're so pleased to have you here this morning. We're talking with Tim Bradford from iReverse Home Loans in Fall River. And your phone number once again? I can always be reached at 508-646-4351. And my email address is tbradford at iReverse.com. Feel free to contact me with any questions that you have. We've been uh, privileged to work with Tim for a number of years now. We expect to continue working with him again. And if anyone would like to reach uh, Peter Lance or Ray Lance, please call us at 508-998-8858. We'd be happy to answer your questions. Uh, we'd be happy to steer you in the right direction. And a quick summary that I would say, Peter, is that every single client that we've dealt with who has done a reverse mortgage has been nothing but happy and nothing but pleased. Absolutely. Uh, every single person that we've um, referred to, Tim, has not only received excellent service and communication uh, from us and from Tim, but uh, they've been beyond pleased and just thrilled that they made that decision to go ahead and do it. And as Tim said, it's not for everybody, but uh, if you have a want or a need and no other, uh, no other source, it, it's a wonderful solution. So, Phil, it's wonderful to be with you this morning. Likewise. I wish you a happy week. Um, you have some exciting things happening in your life as well that we'll, <laughs> we'll not talk about today, but other people will be talking I'm about. I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, we're just always so pleased to be with you. And likewise, and I mean that. And, uh, folks, thank you as well. Uh, the uh, response to this program has been just superb. And we look forward to being here each and every Sunday at this time with the Money Guys here on Money Wise. Ray, give you the, uh, this is your show, so last word, last thought. A fool and his money are soon parted.
<laughs> Love it. So that's probably Ben Franklin also. Now, keep on thinking about how you can protect your assets and protect your family. And um, God bless everyone. Amen. We'll see you next Sunday.